All right, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have both the brothers in arms. We have Connor, we have Avery. How are we doing, boys? I'm doing pretty good, I can't lie. I just had a strawberry frosty. It was pretty solid. What is it better than the other Frosties? Is it better would, than I chocolate would, and vanilla? I would say that I would take chocolate, strawberry, vanilla Frosties. Okay. Vanilla Frosties are really great. They're classic. But every once in a while, it's nice to get a strawberry treat every once in a while. But okay. uh, I believe Avery is itching to tell a story. I'm yeah, not, so not, how, how are we doing, Avery? Terrible. Today was terrible. Well, actually, today was good until 4.45. Okay, so, so tell um, us what happened. So... For uh, our two listeners that know me personally, um, your I, dad, my dad, and my dad, and yeah, yeah, and your dad. Uh, I have pickups on Wednesdays, which means I don't get off work till five p.m. But today I got done at four forty-five, so I took my scanner with me, closed it out, way home, no problem. I work in Fort Mill, literally right next to Carowinds, like ten feet from the state line, so it's like twenty-five minutes home. But at five o'clock, you know, traffic sucks. Around four o'clock, storm rolled through, and you know, one. Raindrop hits streets of Charlotte and people... Especially 77, yeah. Bull! 77's bad. Even on Sundays when I come home. I gotta do a congestion from, like, Fort Mill to, like, Clanton Road, which there's, is, like, exit four. There's that really famous image of, like, a truck on fire, and there's, like, people losing their minds. It's, like, when it snows in North Carolina, and, like, one yeah, inch, yeah. and it's just, like, what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. So, on Wednesdays, I take 485 home, but to get the 485, you can either go to South Tryon, which has, like, 20 lights, which is worse. You'll be waiting longer. Or just bite the bullet, go on 77 for a mile and a half, get on 45. I'm on the exit, not even on 77 yet, the on-ramp from Carowinds. Connor, listen to this. My freaking windshield wiper did a 360. It turned off of the windshield. And then it started to rain. And I couldn't stop because I was on the on-ramp. So I roll my window down. I crank it back. No, I'm like, no, no, he's missing a part. He thought that his windshield wiper. Oh had yeah, blown yes. off. I thought it flew I, off at first. I have seen that live. I was in a friend's car, pouring rain. The windshield wipers are going as fast as possible, and the big windshield wiper, not the small one, just went left. Yeah. and then just launched itself. Well, I, had, <laughs> I was like, we're gonna die. I had it on like medium because it wasn't raining hard, but it wasn't raining soft. So I just th- I forgot. I thought it flew off into the traffic. I'd, I was be, like, well, I'd be scared. Guess we're riding without a windshield wiper. <laughs> Turns like the out, good old days. It's hanging off by my mirror. Like no, over when, it, dude. When I tell you, when he would do his windshield wiper, it would be at the like upright position, and then instead of going yeah. down, Here's a it would go from the upright position to the left near his mirror. So it's cleaning the wrong way. When it happened, it was hanging over the mirror, and I didn't see it until yeah. I got on the exit. But then it started raining. So my first thought is, okay. So I start swiping my windshield with my hand. He is, man. So I'm going down 77, which is bad enough. Yes. In the rain. But then I saw it was hanging off. So I move it back. I'm like, okay, maybe I can get it back on track. So I'm driving with one hand, knee on the other. I called Jacob. I'm like, hey, I might be late to the podcast. Uh, Traffic sucks and my windshield flew off. That's dedication. Yeah. That's dedication. Jacob called us. What? So then he FaceTimes me. I'm like, hey, look. Driving with, like, my knees. And then he tells me a little while later, hey, if you don't hear from me in, like, an hour, call the police because I didn't make it. Yeah. And because he called me back the second time, and the rain had escalated from, like, a minor drizzle oh, it was like to, no, it, was to st- it was raining sideways. Bro, it was raining sideways. So once I got past the congestion, past 85 on 485, I was like, 
when I was stuck in the bumper to bumper, I was like, okay. Once I get through here, it's not going to rain. I see it's good. I can see enough. It's sprinkling. It, I was stuck in bumper to bumper long enough before like the 85 part, before you go around on 485 to where the storm had caught up. The next part of the storm, it started raining sideways. It hailed. But I had my window down with my hand slap boxing my windshield so it would go back. Because I had to have the other one on so I could see. So I'm driving like this, dude. <laughs> so People any, are next to me. For anybody who did not see that, he is driving with one hand and punch, essentially punching the window with the other hand. slapping my windshield so it would go back, but it would get stuck. It wouldn't go over. So I was literally like peeking over the one spot that the passenger side was peeking over. <laughs> I could just imagine some like dad picking up his kid somewhere just being pissed. And a kid looks to his right and he just sees Avery desperately. Bro, I was fighting for my life. I have a hurt shoulder. My shoulder hurts. And I'm using it to slap for an hour and 20 minutes while I'm getting hit with hail at 60 miles an hour in a car. My pants are soiled. I literally was fighting for my life today. I was running on adrenaline for three hours. So he called me and was like, it's raining sideways. And I'm like... Well, you should like pull over. Being logical, I'm like, you should pull over to like make sure that like you like just wait it out. And he said, I can't see that. <laughs> yeah, bro, I literally stayed in the right lane until like I got past the storm, and then it was clear. And even then, like when I turned my wipers off because I could actually drive, I just had to hold it because it just wanted to, the wind was flying it off. And then got home, showered. Me and Jacob, when the storm got over here, we're outside. He was holding the umbrella for me, and a bolt was loose in the wiper, and I just had to fix it, to tighten it. At least it was an easy fix. Well, it's the first time I had to tighten it in the 20 years. It's also the, the first time around. that you've ever had a slap box or windshield wiper. Bro, I'm a good multitasker and self-proclaimed good driver since I'm a FedEx driver, but that was the most stressful moment I've ever had driving, and I've been oh. in stressful moments. Storm, I, I, hurt shoulder, 5 o'clock traffic windshield wiper i think the most stressed i've ever been in a car was my ex and i went to uh i think it was wilmington i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was wilmington we were driving over the bridge because it's mm-hmm. we were driving over the bridge to get there and the rain was so bad i did not see the car in front of us and i'm talking about like that bridge is like you yeah. drift to the left a little bit and your car goes a little fast you might be off that bridge yeah i think that was the most stressed i've ever been but that sounds crazy. That 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 um, sounds ten times more stressful because if I gotta slap a windshield wiper to bro, get to work, I literally Facetimed him. No, this is on the way home. I Facetimed him and I said, "Hey, look at this." And I flipped my wipers on and went, and he like I couldn't hear him. I bet you were laughing. No, he was laughing. Oh, I was laughing. So he, hard. he was laughing really hard. And when I got home, Tyler, our roommate, to those who don't know, was like, "You must have got caught in a storm." I was like, "Oh, do I got a story to tell yeah, you?" Yeah, I I might have got caught in a storm, huh? <laughs> It was, I got caught with these hands. It's pretty much what happened. And then Vanessa texted me when she got off work like an hour ago. It was like, I really don't want to drive in the rain. I was like, don't you say that to me. <laughs> don't say you that. You have wipers at work. <laughs> For real. Yeah. You have windshield wipers. Yeah. But um, that's what happened to me today. I hope that never happens to you. Pull over if that happens to you. It's really easy. Pop, tighten. Hopefully you have a Absolutely. Yeah. Ap- inspiration right here. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. All right, so the icebreaker for today um, is I was at the gym today. No, and I I'm not going to slap by. No. Yeah. Um, so I saw a documentary about Derek Jeter, and it got me thinking about 
Alex Rodriguez, Derek Jeter, arguably one of the most famous one-two duos in Major League Baseball history. Um, And it got me thinking of who were some other kind of one-two combos in Major League Baseball in today's society. And the the number one person that came to my head is when you really think about it, Shohei Otani, which is – arguably the second coming of Babe Ruth. He won an MVP last year. He has like a 285 ERA, which is phenomenal. Um, And then you have Mike Trout, who's I think won the MVP like three or four times. I think that they have a case of not only being the best one-two combo like currently, but I would say that they have a case for being the one of the best when it's all said and done, when their careers are in the dust, um, being one of the the best one-two combo in history. And the reason why I say that is because, like I said, I think that Shohei Otani, he's going to continue to do Shohei Otani things that we haven't seen in 80 years to 100 years. A lot of people are saying that his pitching's way better than Babe Ruth's ever was. Um, and so it's just one of those things where, like, you got Shohei Otani, who is arguably the best two-way player that we've ever seen in the game. And then you have Mike Trout, who is 30 years old, and a lot of people are saying that is a top 15, top 20 player of all time for major leagues. Um, and so you put those two together on the same team. Now, it takes <laughs> a lot more takes a lot more to build a successful team than just those two players. But you look at those two players together in their primes, I would put them against really anybody. I mean, because they have the power. They have pitching because Shohei yeah. Otani. They have they have speed. They have they can play defense. Like they they have it all. They have a different um, language. I mean, I mean they have a, two a, two different languages. They have a translator. I mean, they, they have they, a translator. So this is a three way punch technically. Yeah. So, so my question to you is, I know that we're not the biggest baseball baseball podcast, you but mean me, you yeah, mean out, of, out of the three. Well, I mean, no, Avery's not the big. I, I think Avery knows more football and basketball than baseball. I know my fair share to hold up, yes. but he knows. He definitely knows more. So, my question to you is, looking at MLB history, who would you say is your best one-two punch? Doesn't have to be – it doesn't have to be all hitters. It could be a mm. hitter and a pitcher. It could be two pitchers that are arguably the best of all time. But who is your greatest, best one-two punch? But Do they have to be – the, the, the one caveat is they have to play on the same team at the same time. Um, I think that if I was going off historically, I mean, I think Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig is definitely probably I could. I mean, you're talking about like the greatest since Babe Ruth. You put Babe Ruth with Lou Gehrig, who's like one of the greatest hitters of all I mean, time. Yeah, I mean, top you, five or top you, ten. You got you got two top um, ten players. Of but all I time think there. that it, that's I love Lou Gehrig. I think that that's you could say historically speaking. But if I had to pick like my favorite, it's the Bash Bros on the Oakland A's. Those were like a really Delphins. cool era. McGuire and Woo! Jose Canseco. Yeah, yeah, like those two. Like, I mean, Jose, yes, those aren't like the. I want to say this. You know, I know they had a lot of problems and they weren't like best friends, but like the Bash Bros even got a cool name. I mean, what is Shohei Otani and Mike Trout's combo name? Nothing. You don't have the Bash Bros. The American Japanese connection. You got yeah. the Japanese troutfish. That's Ooh, actually pretty that's good. a good one. I don't even. I, uh, can we trademark, trademark that? Yeah. Call them the Koi Bros. No, I like the koi fish. I think the Japanese trout fish was, okay. was legit. Yeah. Well, was off the um, I think that's my other one. I mean, Jose Canseco follows me on Twitter. He liked one of my tweets because I was talking shit about Alex Rodriguez. He hates Alex Rodriguez. 
good. Just, did you just curse on the podcast? I did. Sorry, Dad. Um, but <laughs> I haven't cursed yet. I'm proud of you. Yet. Thanks. You're going to say the F word at some point. I'm not. I'm going to be good. I'll put 25 cents on it. I'm the best one out of all three of us. He is. He's no, very, he's very professional. No, like, you're. No, you're look, probably the best. You, you out made of fun of Bruce Jenner, so I didn't make fun of Bruce Jenner. Well, Caitlin, I mean, yeah, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who is uh, yours? Um, one, two punch. So mine for modern day, I have two for like baseball right now. Even though one of them is not healthy, I'm gonna go Machado and Tatis. Okay, I think they're probably right behind Shohei and Trout, and especially Mavis. Machado this year. Yeah, yeah, and if. Tatis ever gets back to full form, like they're probably they're up there for top two duos. He, he fights yeah. for MVP when he comes back. Yeah. For sure. Did you know he has like the most shortstop votes in the? Ma- no, it's like game? it's like the fifth most. But, it was like a hundred thousand votes, yeah. and he hasn't played a single yeah. game in he hasn't the MLB single this game. year. But um, I'm gonna go with the pitching one, even though there's plenty and a lot of the duos. I, I looked them up because I know the like Hall of Fame guys, but not their duo counterpart that well. Yeah. But um. What's his name? Uh, Mick, no. Greg Maddox and Tom Glavin. Okay. The Braves pitching powerhouse of the 80s and early 90s. Yeah. Um, I don't know if – I don't know their stats, but they're Cy Youngs, but they were like the two best starters in the league for like I mean, five years. Yeah, but not only do you have – on that same rotation, not only do you have – John Schmoltz. Yeah, you have Tom Glavin, you have Greg Maddox, you have John Schmoltz, arguably three of probably the top ten, top yeah. five uh, pitchers in the league and during that time period is on the same yeah. pitching rotation, and which is wild. They were there when Chipper got drafted and then Andrew Jones. Yeah. They were on that 96 team, correct? Yeah. They were just old. Yeah. And John Smoltz was like the new ace. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we thought. Yeah, that's my duo. That's a, that's like an underrated duo. Not the best, but that's what I would put. Because I don't want to go like old heads, like 1920s. I think yeah. I think that it is. Hank Aaron it, and Eddie Matthews were goaded too. I mean, it, yeah, it Willie McCovey and, and uh, Willie, Mays. Willie Mays is definitely a good one too. Um, so, so talking about so talking about baseball, um, we talked about Shohei Otani, we talked about Mike Trout, we talked about some other major league baseball players, um, but we're kind of rounding out the kind of first half of the year, and so I want to get some of your guys to, guys's takes on um, some of the MLB awards. Um, so it it once again this is very early estimates, uh, but I wanted to hear kind of who you have as kind of your your MVP mid year, the Cy Young, the maybe um, even the Rookie of the Year, um, and then your biggest disappointment team and your biggest success team. That's okay. kind of come out of nowhere. Do you want like all at once? Um, we could do MVP. Okay. You you we could um, do MVP as a group, or you could go down the line okay. and tell me your so, um, your answers. You want me to go? You literally go, just had go. it in my head. Okay, NL. I got Paul Goldschmidt. Okay, I think he's the front runner for the National League. I think he had like a twenty game hit streak at one point, yeah. and he's got like the best batting average in the National League right now. He's yeah. hot. I don't know where he is in home runs. I think Willie Adamas has more. He just got all the best stats in the National League right now for hitting. Um, American League, Aaron Judge, Kyle Schwarber has the second most. Any NL? Yeah, yeah. Um. Aaron Judge, uh, those are the two obvious front runners, so I'm going to pick them. Um, I'm going to keep it short sweet to the point. I actually completely agree with Avery on this one. Um, I think that Mike Trout and Tech kind of Shohei Otani have cases for going against Aaron Judge, um, but I think that Aaron Judge has been dominant. I mean, you're talking about somebody who's on pace to hit 60 home runs in a season um, and still batting 
I don't think that he has the best batting average, but I still think he's batting like 275, 280. Um, so he's still batting a, a fairly decent batting average. Um, and so I'm going to go with him. And then Paul Goldschmidt's having a career year. He's at 282. Yeah. So he's got 65 RBIs, 90 hits. Doesn't say his home run. Yeah. He has 30. I know that for sure. Um, but Paul Goldschmidt, he has, I think he has 19 or, or, yeah, I think he has 19 home runs. He's batting 333 right now. Um, he is by far the the NL MVP. Um, Connor, who you got? Um, I think Aaron Judge is gonna be my pick. I think that we love home runs, and he hits a lot of them. He's got 30 yeah. right now. I mean, if he if he breaks Judge. 60, do you, I mean how would you? You've got to give it to him at that point. You know what I'm Paul, saying? Oh, for sure. Aaron Judge, let me. I want to see Goldie stats. I didn't know his off the top of my head. Uh, I'm gonna go pitchers. Um, I think that the pitcher I think of the most, Justin Verlander, I think will win. For MVP or Cy Young? Cy Young. Okay. So, okay. Who was your NL? So, there's two MVPs. So, you talked about the AL, which was Aaron Judge. Um, but the NL, who do you have there? Um, Some of the major contenders are – Jose Ramirez. Okay. I hate to tell you this, but he's in the AL as well. Oh. Um, then Mike Trout then. He's in the AL. He's well. in the AL. Well, then give me Paul, what? Paul Goldschmidt, Nol, uh, Manny Machado, Nolan Arenado. Mookie. All three of them are Mookie. pretty. Mookie I don't care about one part of this league. We all know this. Yeah. I only care about the one league that my team's in, which yeah. is. They are in the AL, so I will give you that. I was going to say Goldschmidt's hitting. 333. Yeah, 333 with 19 home runs, 108 hits, 61 runs. Okay. He's having a career year. Yeah. All right, so next one is the Cy Young. Uh, Connor, if you want to go ahead and start us out on that. So the AL, you said you have uh, Justin Verlander. Um, I, I like that pick. Um, and we'll Is Kevin Guzman in the other division? Uh, Kevin Guzman is... Toronto Blue Jays. The, he AL. is also in the AL. What about Nelson Cortez, New York Yankees? Same thing, yeah. AL? Um, Mr. Cortez. Then Pablo Lopez from the Miami Marlins. Okay, okay. I think that he's having an okay year. Um, him, um, I know we're not the biggest fan. He's 43 innings, 105 ERA. Lopez enjoyed best of both worlds. I mean, he's he's doing it all. Yeah. He's a um, good pitcher. I mean, I know you might hate the Miami Marlins, but, no. I mean, um, 2.6. You want me to go next? ERA? I'll go next. Legit. Okay. Um, so, for my NL Cy Young, I'm going to take – don't take this as a slam. The best pitcher on the Marlins, Sandy Alcantara. Okay. He's um I take offense to this. <laughs> Eighteen games, hundred and thirty innings pitched, twenty five earned runs, hundred and eleven strikeouts, and he's nine and three with a one point seven three ERA. Um and I know Tony Gonsolin's like the hot hand for the Dodgers right now, but he arguably has played more games and has better stats across more games than Gonsolin in the NL. And for the um, Cy Young for the AL, I don't even have a favorite, but – and I know I'm looking at stats, but Verlander does have the best stats right now at his old age. So I'll probably go – I don't want to go Verlander because he did. I'll go Shane McClanahan from Tampa. He's got yeah. more strikeouts, less earned runs, more innings pitched. So – and the same amount of losses and less ERA than him. Yeah. So Verlander's sample size isn't 
It's just a little bit more, but he hasn't pitched as many innings. So Yeah, I, I'm probably going to go with Verlander for my AL. Um, I think that when it comes down to it, I think wins are arguably the most, the important. most important factor a lot of times in Cy Young voting. Um, and he right now is tied with my other lead, my other NL MV, or Cy Young, um, which is Tony Gosselin, um, which you were just talking yeah. about. Um, I mean, yes, he might not have this, the same sample size, but he's tied with Justin Verlander for 11 wins. He has the lowest ERA in the league. Um, I mean, yeah. you, you – at that point, you just gotta you just gotta give it to him. I, I mean, he and not only not either. only is he have the most wins in the league, he's eleven to zero. Yeah. So he hasn't had a loss on his record. Yeah. It, during his two years of being on the Dodgers, he's twenty two and five. Yeah. Which he, is um, insane to, in in its own right. He was too a bad. Li- I'm twenty two and four. He was yeah. a liability in the playoffs, though. Yeah. I mean, just like but most that Dodgers that comes pitching. with age. All right, so the next one is give me your rookie of the year. Um, I think that this one's pretty – to me, this is oh, pretty easy. Can I go? Um, can yeah, I go? go ahead. Is there two for each league? I think there's I, – I don't know if there's – Well, I'm just going to go each. mine because he's my favorite rookie of all time because he's on my MLB as a show team for the last two years. Adley Rutschman. Okay, okay. No reason behind it, just he's a switch hitting catcher. His first hit in the majors was a triple – I know most rookie of the years probably go to like rookie pitchers, but I like Adley a lot, and he's like a big part of why the Orioles are the hottest team in baseball. Yeah. So we might go to that soon, but I'm picking Adley Rutschman. He's he's my favorite young guy. Okay. Jeremy Pena, P-E-N-A. So how you pronounce? He has had a really good year. Yeah. Yeah, He's a shortstop for the Astros. Oh yeah, because they were talking about like trading like some players since they got such a good core right now. Yeah. No, uh, he, he's legit. I think he's played really well for being a rookie. I think that the Astros are, you know, probably will be a stained legacy for the rest of their lives. But they got a good rookie on their team. They're never going to go away. Yeah. As long as they have Altuve. Um, so mine, I'm going completely different than both y'all, which is good. Um, I have Julio Rodriguez. Um, he is a center fielder for the uh, Mariners. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what sets him apart is he is kind of like Mike Trout. He's just truly a five-tool player. He just puts his head down and works hard. I mean, he's like, Hispanic, so not white. Um, but I mean, he it has joined very elite company of having 15 home runs and 15 stolen bases by the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. of his rookie year. He's, um, he and snubbed. I think that the last person that to do that was Mike oh Trout. He, um, um, and I think that they're the actually the only two to do that in their rookie yeah. year. He uh he got snubbed from the All-Star game. Yeah. Like as a backup. Backup. Do they have backups yeah. in the All-Star? Yeah, no, game? they have backups. Yeah. yeah. He uh, he didn't make it at all and he has such a crazy stat line as a rookie. Yeah, for sure. Um so my next question is who is your biggest disappointment team and who this kind of two-parter and who is kind of the biggest surprise team in a good way that you have can i go first yeah uh biggest disappointment um probably the angels yeah they uh they revamped their pitch their bullpen they got noah Sindergaard, got aaron loop got a bunch of bullpen guys and they still can't win games like they just got swept by the orioles which the Orioles are my uh, surprise team. Um, we all knew that they had good Adley Rutschman and good players like in their um, their farm teams. And then they got some veterans like 
I don't know how to say his name. Odor, who fought Bautista like five years uh, ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They got like some good veterans, and they are like the hottest team in baseball. I think they've won nine straight, eight or nine straight. Yeah. And uh, they might just sneak into the playoffs. And they're definitely my biggest surprise because they were predicted to be like top five worst teams. And they might be a wild card team. They might upset some people. They, uh, they're they good enough to beat the Red Sox in the Rays. Yeah. So, like, you don't be surprised if they make a wild card team and hurt some feelings, you know, maybe upset the Yankees. Yeah, and I think they've won, I think it's like nine straight now. Yeah, nine. Um, they they so, swept yeah. the Angels, and then last night I think they beat – they beat a good team last night. Okay. The Reds, not to change the subject, but the Reds just – Stunned the Yankees last night. They were down three zero and one in extras, or at yeah. the bottom of the ninth. Yeah, yeah. But Orioles surprise, Angels disappointment. Okay. Uh, if you want my honest to god answer, I'm going. I'm going the the Cubs. I thought they would do better this year. No. No. They see, weren't. The, see, you want to know why? The Cubs have no sense of direction right now. They sign. Marcus Stroman. Stroman. All right, listen. The Athletics suck. Okay. <laughs> All right. I haven't. I haven't really been paying attention as much to baseball. If I had a biggest surprise, I thought the Marlins would actually be pretty bad, but they're doing pretty good, and they're second in their division. That's pretty important. Houston's they're killing second? it. Yeah, it's oh. Houston. It's the Astros and the Marlins. Sorry, Mariners. My bad. Not Marlins. Mariners. Mariners. Oh. Not. I, re- I have. You know, I have dyslexia, so you're, it's hard for me to you're read. Good, you're good. Mariners is probably my biggest surprise. I thought they were gonna kind of suck, but they didn't. They're second in the division. And I think everything else is shaping out fine. I wanted to give Jacob a little bit of love. I thought the Cubs would be better, but no. as of right I now, didn't. see, they're not. Can I say something about the Cubs? The Cubs signed Stroman, but it's like you don't sign a pitcher like that if you're rebuilding. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I don't know. I, me, I like the yours. idea. Um, so my biggest disappointment team is the White Sox. Um, White Sox last year was arguably the number one team in the AL. Right now, they're third in their division, five and a half games back. They're three games under 500. Um, I think that they have the talent. You have Tim Anderson, which was arguably one of an MVP candidate in his own right in terms of batting average. Um, You have people who are good. You have Eloy Jimenez. You have Johan Mankata. You have... um, Luis Robert, um, but they just can't. They they have the the people coming back. Uh, Liam Hendricks, you have uh, Lucas Giolito, you have all these people, but it's just not working for them, um, which is wild. It's because and of then Larusa, yeah, and then for me the biggest surprise team, um, and they are a good team, but I didn't think that they would be this good. Is the Yankees? Um, the Yankees have won sixty-one games um, and only lost twenty-six. They're fourteen games above the second place team, which is the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, and to put it into perspective, every single team in the AL East is above five hundred or five hundred and above. And the fact that they're fourteen games above, pretty much. Not only the AL East, but the the rest of the league um, is incredible. I mean, we thought it, they would suck, but but the thing is, is that uh, they've always had hitting. They've always had power. Anthony Rizzo, John Carlos Stanton, Aaron Judge. They're they're doing great, but they're actually starting to get uh, a good 
they're actually starting to get a good bullpen. You have Nestor Cortez, who has been um, an AL in, or a Cy Young candidate. Yeah, he's been better than Garrett Cole this year. Get Garrett Cole and in, in himself has been uh, a really, really good. So it's one of those things where they – it looks like they're a complete team. For once. Um, for once. But – Yankees always do what they do and Chuck. choke. So um, I wonder if that's going to be the case or if they're really going to yeah. cruise their way to the the best yeah. record in the league. Because the only... they're on pace to win 120 games, which would be the most all-time. The only way I would want the Yankees to ever win the World Series is for Matt Carpenter and his sexy mustache. Yeah. But All right, I agree with you. We do like mustaches on this podcast. So, talking about MLB oh. a little bit still. Can I say something? Yep. Do you got? Well, I say you guys. Uh, Jacob had to rock a mustache for a day. I don't know if you saw it. I did not. I that was leg day. You weren't there. Uh, no, that's not an insult. You weren't there. Uh, he had to shave his beard and have a mustache because the Warriors lost. So, fun fact. I mean, the Warriors won. What? The- so, fun fact. This happened three hours ago. So. MLB All-Star Game is coming up. The Home Run Derby is coming up. I'm hype. And we have a new participant. Can I guess? So, the participants were. Can I? So, there are three participants that hadn't been named. So, Ronald Acuna Jr. is in it. Pete Alonso, the two-time champ, is in it. Uh, Albert Pujols, which Let's has 100, go. Uh, 686 home runs at this point. He's in it. Kyle Schwarber, he was in it in 2018 um, and then lost to Bryce Harper in his last year with the, the uh, Nationals. Juan Soto, the young stud, Let's is in go. it. But who is the other candidate that has just been named? Is it a big name? No. It's somebody who I've talked about on this podcast. It was me. Is it Cedric Mullins? Have I talked about Cedric Mullins? Yeah, you talked about him last week. Yeah, you did. No, I'm talking about – I talked about him on this podcast today. I don't know, baseball. Was it Shohei? No. Mike Trout? It's Julio Rodriguez. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so so now – I want Pujols or Kyle Schwarber to win. So that's so you got to give me one pick. So Ronald Acuna, Pete Alonso, Albert Pujols, Kyle Schwarber, Juan Soto, See, Julio Rodriguez. There's got to be somebody from the Dodgers who I think is going to be part of it. Mookie so it's either going to be Mookie or Bellinger, and then I can't remember who what the last one is. So who is okay. your who is your pick? I got three. You got to pick one no, I mean, that I you're going to win. Three. I want Pujols to win. Okay. Because he's my favorite player ever. But I know he has no shot. He's going to get out of breath after like eight. Yeah. I think Pete Alonso is going to win it again. Okay. Because he also has the same pitcher that used to be on the Mets, the pitching coach. He's on a different team now, but he's going to pitch to Alonso this year. And if you watched it last year, he was giving him buttery pitches. You remember it? Yeah. Uh, I'm picking Pete Alonso. I want Pujols. And I want Schwarby. <coughs> So that he is looks great in this picture, by the way. Bro, yeah. he's a unit. He's forty two years old and still that, that, like that, a, that, his that, name that, is the machine. Yeah, looks that, like a that, that Dominican dude. king. I looked at his picture, I'm like, that guy's dope. So I'm going Schwarber. Um, I think Schwarber in 2018, 2019, when he was in the home run derby, um, he had literally 50 home runs now the problem was is that he kind of burned himself out because he had like 30 home runs in the first round um but i think that he has the most raw power in my estimate um i think that it will come down to pete alonzo versus uh uh kyle schwarber but i think that kyle schwarber he has the edge he's number two in the league right now in home runs um and so with 28 so i think that he 
is more than capable, especially where you don't have to worry about missing pitches. Yeah. Because Kyle Schwarber's going to miss him a couple pitches, but is, he is going to – he, he's going to whack the ball. Is Schwarber this podcast's favorite player? I I don't I know. Vote, I vote yes. I vote yes. I think the podcast favorite player to me – Steve Largent. Randy Johnson. Is Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson, Steve Largent. And I don't even like Steve Largent that much. Okay. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. is my pick. Okay. Safe. Safe. Yeah. I mean, I was you guys just completely ignored me there. It, I'm sorry. No, I, he, he ignored you. I was going to come back to I you. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I was sitting here waiting for if my turn. If you don't like it. If you don't like if him, just Pujols tell wins, I'll get his goatee tatted on my neck. Wait a minute. That's how confident Wait a minute. I am that he's not going to win. <laughs> Wait a minute. I will give that man all the that, steroids. You, you heard it on the podcast. It's going to be very small. You didn't say how, how big. I don't it, care. It, I, I don't care either. He's, He's got, got a millimeter. Pujols has got all-time beard. He's got all-time speed. He's got all-time home runs. He's all right, the fastest so, old guy you've ever seen. So I know that this is a little late in the podcast for another icebreaker. That's fine. But this is we the, had we had home run derby. We talked about who the real home run derby participant is. you got to give me... Five people that you would want to see, and they can't be baseball players. They could be athletes, but not baseball players, that you want in your own home run derby. All right. There it, you could go – hell, I'll even make it easy for you. I'll, it could be dead or alive. I'm, I'm ready. So are we going off the idea that these people are not baseball players, so they're going to get murdered by an MLB pitcher? Or like no, wanna, no. It, they so don't throw home you run, heaters. So home run derby, derby is like essentially like meatballs. bullpen. Like it's going – 50 miles an hour, 40 they miles an hour. Balls and just pimp it. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go first. Mike Tyson in his prime, I think, would murder okay. any ball flying his way. Okay. You tell that ball it disrespected him, he's going to kill it. He's going to bite his ear and then hit it. Um, second player, I want Hulk Hogan. I think it'd be hilarious to see Hulk Hogan Interesting. out there. Interesting. Hulk Hogan in his prime. I got mine. You better not take it. What? Um, I'm going to go Andre the Giant. Another wrestler. Could you imagine Andre like he, the Giant holding having a like a ba- small bat? Yeah. The bat I think, would look like a fork to him. Yeah, yeah, I think that like I think those two'd be a funny combo to watch. Think just throw uh <laughs> Hulk Hogan just slams Andre the Giant after he beats him. And you said brother. these have to be athletes or like anybody. It could be anybody. Anybody. That's interesting. You have to have one non athlete on your list. Okay. I'm trying to think of like Addison Ray. Oh, we could though. Uh, Tiana Trump. Give, give me Michael sake. Jordan. I think like uh, he played baseball. I take it back. He, he, you he, could you could say that he, like he wasn't very good at baseball. Yeah, you could say somebody like that because I'm going to be honest with you. I was going to put Bo in there. Well, Bo was a baseball player. That's yeah. cheating. And that's same with Deion Sanders. I mean, he that's cheating. Good at I'm going to take Michael was. Jordan out. I want LeBron James. Get, a, get some basketball love in there. We should talk about the 2K cover athlete. Sidney Crosby, but I don't want him to have a baseball bat. I want him to have a hockey uh, a hockey stick. I want him to be the only one out there with the wrong equipment. And if I had to go That's football wild. player. Hitting home runs of hockey Give sticks. me Cam Newton. That dude's a unit. That's fair. Well, I think Who do you have as your non-athlete? I mean, is wrestling a sport? Whoa. Hulk okay. Hogan? Okay. Whoa, you okay. are not going to All right, all right. They us. are athletic. It takes will, a lot of will, skill to pull those I will take. Off. I will take Hulk Hogan out because I think he's the weakest link in this. 
Give me Eddie Murphy. I think he's hilarious. <laughs> okay. I think that'd be great. Okay. Uh, that was not what I was expecting. All right. Oh, you got it. Okay. Go ahead. You know what? I take it back. Kanye West. I think he oh, would. Kanye. I think I think Kanye West with a baseball bat would be saying the most weird things as he's just trying to hit home runs. Um. My turn. It's a okay. Tough, it's a tough choice. Uh, oh, I just drew a blank. Oh, Stone Cold. What? What? The Texas rattlesnake. No one's stopping him. Oh, Pat McAfee. You can throw him out there. Pat no. McAfee for me. Okay. That's my non. Well, he's an athlete, wasn't yeah. he? I'll put Mag. I'll put Mag. Mag. Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. I think he'd be any live up the party. Pat and Steve. Austin Stone Cold can have a uh, reunion from their WrestleMania battle. <laughs> yeah. Um, non-athlete, the Hulk. I'm kidding. I was, was like, a wait a minute, was no. that allowed? Uh, non-athlete, uh, Chris Hemsworth, probably the guy who played. Okay. Because he's swole, I think he could pimp some balls. Okay. Um. Russell Westbrook, he's from L.A., Dodgers fan. He's also very swole, has an aggressive mindset. I think he could hit home runs. I got one more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is tough. Yeah. It's very tough, actually. I'm trying to think of people who I actually would think would do good. You know, that's my problem. Yeah, I'm I'm people who with, potentially uh, could do good. I'm going to go with T.J. Watt. I bet he could. The, the Watt family probably they really They play a uh, slow-pitch softball every year after training camp, and his team always wins against Cam Haywards. So I'll go TJ Watt. How, so, how do you know this? Because I have no life outside of the Steelers. So okay. I am going with The Rock. Garinger. Dwayne. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Not The Rock from uh, SpongeBob. I am going with my – I'm going with another fellow wrestler. I'm going with his – he used to be named Braun Strowman, mm. but his dad was – the best softball player of all time, like slow pitch softball, was regarded as the goat, and he has the same strength. So I'm going with him as my other one. His dad. Nice. Uh, oh, that's a no. He's an athlete. Yeah, I want I want Braun Strowman's dad in the home run derby, um, and then give me. I want to see OBJ in like play baseball i, I think, think that it would be pimp it i think that it would be quite funny he'd remind me of tatis um and then for my non they've got good hair and then for my non celebrity one um i would want to see like somebody that you wouldn't expect teddy roosevelt out there killing I, it i want fdr i want barack 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 obama in my home run derby. hit him with his ears Shut up. Um, and then I have one more. Um, my last one. I want to see Joe Biden out there probably falling over from how fast. You know what? Take it back. Give me five president. Give me Donald Trump. We, oh. we ain't got time for this. Next next icebreaker. No, Donald hold Trump. on. I got one more person. Um, I, give me the Slim Reaper. I want to see KD. I want to see KD Old hit a ball. noodle arms. Yeah. You know, he's a Nationals fan. Is he? He's from Washington. He likes the football team, the commies, and he likes the commies. The, he grew up being a Wizards fan. So, talking about football, tell me how you feel about Baker. Ba- Baker going to the Panthers Ooh. for a fifth-round pick, and then me and was Jacob. it fifth-round pick and anything else, or is it? It's I think con- it's a conditional it's condition- fourth. If, yeah, if he plays, if he if he plays enough, it's a fourth round. The Browns are paying ten million. Ten million, th- three fourths of his contract. No, ten, so, they're no, paying 10 so they're million, paying we ten pay million. Five. Of the six, you pay five, and then Baker. 
agreed to go down 3.5. Oh. But that 3.5 is made up in incentives. It's conditional. I, um, that's fair. If you want my honest opinion, I think that Sam Darnold will win in minicamp. Just because, listen to me. (laughs) I think because, one, he's already established himself in the locker room with the team. Mm. So, like, he already has a connection with everybody. So, because you have to imagine, Baker is coming into a team that he has never played with. He has to form connections. He has to learn the playbook. He has to basically do everything extremely quickly. Which, okay, yes, he's he's better than Sam, but it's like saying, okay, you're going to race someone, you're faster than them, but they've already had a three-minute head start, and they know what they're doing before you get there. So, yeah, like, that's fair. I think, like, listen, yes, you can say that Baker is better than Sam, but Sam Darnold's still a freaking quarterback who made it to the NFL. Like, he's not, I think he's talented and he looks good in, like, training camp, but he's not going to be great on the field. So I think that Sam Darnold will, will, will probably get the nod to go ahead. And then when Sam Darnold inevitably messes up in the season and they pull him and they put Baker in, Baker's going to electrify and he's getting the starting role. This, I think that that's what's going to happen. Now, yes, I can see them saying like, oh, we're going to put Baker first, but they're still paying Sam Darnold like $19 million. You don't pay your backup $19 million. You pay your backup maybe five. You're still paying Teddy. Yeah, but that was because of the... Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is, like, Sam Darnold already knows the team, knows the system, knows the playbook, knows his receivers, and then you throw Baker in there who's just like, okay, learn everybody in three weeks. You got preseason games coming up. You only have three. Last every time. You got it, you got it. So I think that, like, yes, do I think Baker's better than Sam? Yes. But do I think that Sam has an advantage in this because it's like if you pulled me. I might be a better teacher than someone, but if you put me in an entirely different school and say you need to be better than this person who's been here a year and you have to learn all the new kids, you have to learn all the new assistant principals, you have to learn all the new everything, it's going to be a little difficult, I think, and you're going to be at a disadvantage. I think that Sam will, will win, but Baker will ult- Sam will win the first battle, but, but Baker, Baker will win the war. Take over. Sam will win the battle, but Baker will win the war, and he'll I, be our starting quarterback. I understand what you're saying. I I just think that, like, I think that Baker is significantly better. I, I don't think that it's a Baker is slightly better than Sam. I think that Baker is significantly better than Sam. Um, I don't think that Baker is going to be the greatest long ball threat. Um, I don't think that Baker is, like, by, by any stretch of the imagination, a top 10 quarterback. Um, but I do think that Baker, what people don't realize is that before Baker got there, they had the number one pick like two of the last like four years. Um, and they had been defeated yeah. before he got there. Um, and so you go from defeated and you bring them to a Winning. contender, um, a playoff team who beat the Steelers in the playoffs. Um, and whether or not he had good peace around him, because I would say with OBJ, with Jarvis, with Nick Chubb, with Kareem Hunt, like he does have good weapons around him. Odell. But as we've seen in various instances in NFL history, if you don't have a good quarterback, you're not going to be super successful. Um, and so I think that he'll be good. Um, I think that he'll be the one who gets the starting job. And I think that my hot take is that if they give Baker the starting job right away, the Panthers will be that number seven wild card, that number seven seed Absolutely in not. the playoffs. No, they could, Abs- they could be. Absolutely you have, you have no faith, bro. Baker, 
was I don't hot. think that they'll be great. I think that the Panthers Look, will go 9-8. Baker and Mayfield still went to one of the better O-lines in the league, even with a terrible, terrible quarterback play. No. His, he did not have were, the best They were one line. third down away from going to the AFC Championship. Bro. Baker is not. Sam is no better. I Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Would I want Baker out there in front of Sam? Yes. I hope Baker lights it up. And I, I, need, I need Sam or, Darnold off my roster and off my team and, and ship somewhere in California see. where he can, like, exist. I think that Baker exist. might. I think Baker might be the Panthers' see, fran- next franchise quarterback. I think you're on drugs. This is how I look at it. They play the Browns week one. The, the, the NFL has to know that we were going to trade for Baker. You're, you're telling me they yeah. set this up like three months yeah. ago and they're going like, yeah. these these MFs are going to get Baker. Deshaun most likely suspended for that game. Which we need to talk about Deshaun not being suspended yeah. at least we'll a talk, year. We'll, talk, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. And then the Panthers could finish second in their division barring the Saints not being good with their quarterback situation. Baker is an immediate upgrade from Sam. Baker's a Heisman winner. Broke Peyton Manning's rookie record. Barring last season where he was playing with two torn labrums and the Browns completely abandoning their game plan to sabotage him for trade value. Yeah. Baker could be top 18, top 20 quarterback. You can win with top 20. The league has proven. Bro, Jared Goff took somebody to the... That's what I was about to say. Our team is not that good. CMC, DJ Moore, an upgraded defense, an upgraded offense. Stop, stop, Everybody stop. Baker just needs to roll out and play action, and that's what he's good at. Y'all can be good. No, I don't think that y'all realize that you've been talking about this defense this whole time. Jeremy Chin, Brian Burns. I haven't been talking about the defense. Jace, (laughs) I think. And this might be my hot take of the day. Panthers are I think good. when it's all said and done, I think the Panthers are going to be a top 10 defense in the NFL this They're year. They're going to be good. I, I will and put I money think on it. that the offense will be a top I, – I don't know if I would say top 10, but I would say top 15. I think you all around – got fire lit under him, bro. I, I'm telling you, bro, a fired-up Baker is nothing is, like you want to mess around. Right. season to I, get excited for. I, I promise. If you are going to be excited for any year, it needs to be he's this He's pissed. Year. You're not paying him much. Sam's yeah, gone for real. God, if he sucks, he's gone. God you, as my win. witness. J.C. Horn, next Josh Norman, by the way. I have his jersey. God as my witness. Say it on this podcast. If Baker Mayfield is our quarterback. He's going to retire Tom Brady. I'm speaking in If existence. Baker Mayfield is our quarterback, let's say that I don't care at any moment that we say Baker is going to. I don't actually believe When that. they announce that Baker is the starter, <laughs> even if Sam plays all the games and they say Baker's the starter at the last game, if the Panthers are second in their division, Bro. I will buy a Baker Mayfield Panthers they would jersey. Be Honest to God. To not start him week one against the Browns. They I have guar- to start him. I guarantee you. They're paying him to play the Browns. The Browns see, are paying him to play against See, them. I don't know if they'll be second in the division just because I think it's that possible, the Saints though. and I think the Saints and the Bucks are going to be very good teams. Yeah. And I think that the Panthers, once again, I'm not saying that the Panthers are going to be I the rags to riches. We team. were ranked the 32nd worst team Six in to the nine NFL. Wins. Wild card potential. I say nine and eight, I, but I say Saints go eleven and six. Would you take Baker? I say Bucks would, go twelve and five. Would you take Baker in fantasy? 
Would yes. I would I take Baker in fantasy? Is Maybe as a backup, yeah. I wouldn't have him as a starter. I'd take him over right. Sam. I would take anybody over <laughs> Sam. I would take right. a so, wet noodle out there. Did you take old Big Ben over Sam? Yes. <laughs> yes. So we're talking about NFC. I already gave you mine, but I want to hear your predictions for NFC South records. Bucks, so, Saints. But give me records. So mine, I'll, I'll go ahead and start this this one off. I say, I for real, I think that Panthers are either nine and eight or eight and nine. Um, I do think that the Saints will go eleven and six. I think the Pucks will go um, twelve and five, um, and I think the Falcons are going to struggle heavily without Matt Ryan. So I'm going that they win two, three games. Oh. Um, so I'm going they're three and fourteen. Uh, I'm going fourteen three Bucks. I think they're going to do really well. I think they're going to miss AB. I think that that's like a big hit. Their offense is still going to be good, but they've lost a little bit of pieces. But I think, too. yeah, actually, I take it back. I'll, they'll have an extra loss. I agree with Jacob that they're going to be that. I don't think the Saints are going to be as good as people think. Sean Payton's gone. I know that his heir apparent is there, and I don't know what's going on with Michael Thomas. I think there's a lot of turmoil right now. I still think they're going to be good. I think, I'm going to say 10-7. and seven. Um, I think Tyron Matthews is going to be a huge addition for them. Um, yes. about that. Yeah. Panthers. NFL's in like 60 days. Yeah, two months. It's when we get good again on our show. Seven and ten. I think the Panthers will have seven wins, ten losses. It's when we get thirty lessons instead of twelve. Yes, sir. And uh, I think the Falcons. Bro, they're gonna they're gonna win like three games. I say I say two games. I maybe not. I'll give them four. I think Marcus Mariota is good enough to win four games, but he's gonna get hurt. I don't know who their backup <laughs> is, and they're gonna suck the rest of the year. Yeah, Matt Schaub. They, they Matt Shaw is not I'm on kidding. that team. Matt anymore. Shaw was Matt Ryan's backup, but they have Desmond Ritter as the backup. Let me the look Cincinnati up the backup guy? QB for yeah. Falcons. Desmond Ritter. He it looks like he's 42, but he's 23. Yeah, he was the he was the starting quarterback for the Cincinnati team this past yeah. year. So Cincinnati uh, Bearcats. Yeah, yeah college. Uh, I think the Bucks are the favorite. Yeah, but what how, what do you give them? What uh, what do you think is going to happen? 13-4. Okay. I think they'll lose one to a bad team, and then early on, and then just win like they'll lose straight. two to the Saints. Yeah, because they do. I think the Saints will be right behind them, one game back, like twelve, twelve and five. Okay. Uh, go Panthers, six. I forget seventeen season, seven games, seventeen games, right? Yeah, so they would be six, six and eleven. Six and eleven. Um, ceiling of nine. I don't know what they'll do. I don't want to put like. My stamp on it. I think the Panthers will be better than. You're already going to get a tattoo year. of uh, that dude's uh, beer whenever Pujols, you. Pujols went. Yeah, dude, yeah. I'm. I I love it. Um, Falcons win one game. Okay. And that game's against the Jets. I'm dead. Okay. Even though Zach Wilson's banging his friend's moms. Can we talk about that on the show? Yeah, sure. that's insane. Yeah, we. I forgot about that in the pre-show meeting. Zach Wilson banged. Have you heard about it? His friend's mom who's have, sleeping with his ex-girlfriend. All right, so so what happened is wait a minute. you haven't no, heard about so this. What happened was what? is that <laughs> what? this is so <laughs> hold on this is drama. So Zach Wilson, yep, quarterback was, for the Jets, was with this girl. Okay, they were they were college sweethearts. They they were together on draft night. I mean, they're Mormon. Whatever. I mean, that's. Yeah, yeah, well, he's sleeping with more so, than So, hold on. So, then it comes out like a week or two ago that Zach Wilson and this girl broke up. And this girl started dating Zach Wilson's former best friend and wide receiver for the Commanders. Can't remember his name. Okay. 
But they're, they're two together. Well, fans of Zach Wilson flooded her Instagram and was like, he, he call, they called her a homie hopper. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. and so the girl gets mad and is like, the real homie hopper is Zach Wilson because he was sleeping while we were together. He was sleeping with his mom's best friend. The cougar hunter. The he, Cougar Hunter. And he played for the... The BYU, BYU Cougars. Cougars. Go Cougars. C- Cougar Nation. Just it's winning at least now, 10 games. Now. Now. Yeah. Barring recent events in my life, um, are we confirmed that Zach... Has Zach Wilson come out and no, been like... I don't know anything tw- past that. He tweeted on Twitter today. He said, okay, what did I miss? Uh, now, let's be honest. As a joke. I, so, as I will give... I Listen... He's in the Amazon rainforest plowing cougars. Shut up. Let's let's let I I will say if this is true, that is hilarious. If it's not, it's slander. Either way, all well, of this the, is hilarious. The funny thing is, is that like the girl did that to like tarnish Zach Wilson's reputation. I get people are like, but this now, dude's a god. Yeah, but now everybody's like, this dude's amazing. Yeah, like this, this backfired. Yeah. This backfired completely. Zach Wilson's moxie. All the way up. Also, Draft if we talk about no, Zach, Zach Will, no, Zach Wilson, like there, you know the Roy Williams where he like comes in and is like shuffling yeah. in. Yeah. That's Zach Wilson <laughs> going into the Jets training camp. It's it's like it's like when um Sam Donald had mononucleosis too. or whatever. What, yeah. what was the kissing? Sam Donald's getting mono from yeah. kissing his <laughs> and then they're just like that's my. It's like Terrell Terrell's like that's my quarterback. And then Zach Wilson's banging his then friend's the Jets moms. Actually, it's his mom's best friend, well, he's not his, his mom's friend. Still better than getting mono. But also, can we talk about how I, I feel bad for like Drew Locke? Because did you see what happened with the tennis thing? All I know oh is, yeah. So what essentially, did he do? so essentially, someone, so the U.S. Tennis Open posted an image of like, "Hey, this is happening," and someone was just like, "Not a real sport." It was, it was a, a Seahawks fan, fan for re- life replied, "Oh, I've seen this. Tennis yeah, is yeah, not yeah. a real sport," and they go like. Bro, the official account. It was like, for it was the like Wimbledon. yeah, it was just like funny enough. You're about to watch Drew Locke play for you for, 17 for like 17 games, games. and he's just like, bro, That's- whatever. And they posted it. It was like, isn't there 32 NFL teams? Drew Locke's 40th at the best quarterback. How's yeah. this happening? You know what's wild? and then like they changed their logo, and then Drew Locke was just like, dang, like. Happy yeah, July. Dr- yeah, Drew Locke's like, just like, happy, what? He's like, happy July 4th, the intern for the U.S. Open's Twitter account. Like, Dude, God. he's literally only famous for singing Young Jeezy on the sidelines. Literally. For singing, yeah. I put on word hey, for word. Listen, Mitch word Trubisky for word. is still getting love for kissing titties. I mean, it, hey, that's different. I didn't say it, Wade. He said it. I, I I said kissing titties. That's what Mitch he said. Trubisky I'm quoting. Tweeted in 2013. I love kissing titties. When he got drafted, it got viral. <laughs> yeah. And we got Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh. Let's go. Hey, I'm dead. <laughs> That's hilarious. As long actually. as it's not Nick Folks, uh, Nick. So big uh, dick Nick. So t- talk to me about Deshaun. So what's going on with the Deshaun situation? Um, so the rumor is that also when we are in Cincinnati, are we going to podcast from? Let's do it. I mean, we got to do it the night after the game. Okay. Let's do or it. Or before. We okay. have nothing else to do, really. Oh. I don't know what's in Cincinnati other than water and crime. Water and crime? <laughs> and Kentucky's right next door. so I'm like, pretty sure they have good chili. No. No, it's spaghetti with hot dog chili poured on it. It's a 
it's despicable. I heard that that's what they're known It's despicable. For I am not so eating. Got, I am you got to try it. You got to try it. We getting chili. Yeah, no, I will gotta. literally order chicken wings. I am not eating Skyline chili as a Pittsburgh fan. I will literally hurl. Okay. okay. What was I saying? Okay. Deshaun. The rumor is for the NFL, Sue Robinson is a former judge in the Supreme Court or something. Cincinnati chili. First thing I looked up. Disgusting. Don't even. God. Just come on. Um, okay. Sue Robinson is like Roger Goodell's consultant. So he's not the judge, jury. And, stop. It looks gross. Judge, jury, and executioner. The, the the players were mad that Goodell could just do whatever he wanted. So Sue Robinson, the rumor is she is looking at a six to eight game suspension. But Goodell can just overwrite her and do like two years if he wants. Yeah. But the rumor is six to eight games. So you're telling me this guy gets six to eight games rumored. When Ben got six to eight games for his two, this guy has twenty six allegations. When, hold on, we're not even uh, accounting for the fact that Calvin Ridley's out of the league yeah, for, for a, a year, year for gambling on himself. Gambling a year yeah, on himself. He, he gambled in a game he wasn't even in. Yeah. yeah Who say, cares? He, but, must I say he didn't gamble on himself? He gambled on his team that he wasn't there for. Yeah. So I mean, a, who cares? Oh, it, I know, but I'm saying when it, you say it was twenty five hundred dollars. I know like, what I'm saying is when you say he gambled on himself, you make it seem like he was gambling on himself to do well in a game. I'm saying that he wasn't even involved in the game, which makes it even less of a of a thing. It's stupid that a sex offender only gets six to eight games. Alleged sex offender quote quotation marks. Um, when a guy who just gambled on himself gets a year, it's like, what are the standards at this point? Yeah. Like, I'm a big Ben well, guy, and he it, got six games. If if Roger for Goodell, two allegations. if Roger Goodell does come in, if Sue Roberts goes six to eight, and Roger Goodell it goes not at least a year, year, what would you be like? Yep, I think what they're actually doing. Hot take, my conspiracy theory. Okay, they asked Sue Roberts to give him less of a suspension, six to eight games. So Roger, so can, Roger, so the NFL can come and go like we respect your decision. We're going to bump it. We're going to so double it. Roger can be the white knight and get everyone's approval. Well, I mean, I, see what I don't like though in that one thing that I'm worried wild, about actually. though. I agree with you. It, that actually could be a good idea. Well, I, I'm just throwing it out there. So, so I don't believe it's to be true. But I think that one thing that I I could see is. Uh, no, one thing that I don't like is I'm worried that they're going to just kind of drag their feet like they did last year, and then they're going to be like, "Oh, say for instance, they don't any nothing happens this year, and then next year they're like, Something, oh, it's like a year, no, it's and it's like this year. It, it needs to happen because yeah. I don't want you to just like because technically he's already been off for a year, and like I know that well, he it, like it's, didn't he refused to play right? No, or they suspended they, they yeah like they they said that he couldn't play. No, they they still paid him. Yeah. No, they still paid him, but he couldn't play. Mm. He could have played if he came back. Well, every day it just looks worse and worse. So they need to do something soon before, because yeah. the NFL only cares about the shield. So it's like if they don't do anything and they give him a week suspension, like people are going to be pissed. And yeah. It's going to be bigger. It's going to be world news if he doesn't get a good suspension. No, for sure. All right, let's do the Sweatle thing. Oh. Um, so I'm going to start us off. Are the Browns in prison squad? And Miles Garrett, Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt and Deshaun Watson. Miles Maybe. Garrett. So, you know who I'm going, going with first? Baker Mayfield. That's fair. Um, they do not have him on the Panthers yet. 
Which is interesting. Okay. Um, so he is not a quarterback. He is 27 years old. Um, he is in the NFC somewhere, not in the AFC North. Not, or No, I'm sorry. He's in the AFC somewhere. He's not in the AFC North. Um, he's over 6'1", and he's over, his number's over 6. Is he a quarterback? No. And he's 27? And yes. he's in the AFC? Yes. North? No. Oh. AFC East, West, or South? Devontae Parker. Okay. It, didn't he get traded somewhere? To the Patriots. So, this person is not in the AFC East. They are not a wide receiver. They're slightly above 6'3". They are 27 years old, and their number is still above 11. But it still seems like fairly above 11. What's the height? Uh, Slightly above 6'3". We got Jacksonville, so e- Houston, Tennessee. It's either south or west. Let's say the position. Uh, no, we don't have quarterback. We don't have wide receiver. It could be a tight end or it could be, it could be Derrick Henry. Darren Waller. Do Derrick Henry. Let's try Darren Waller. We've had Derrick Henry. Yeah, but sometimes they go back and forth. He is a tight end. He's not in the AFC West. Um, he is slightly below 6'6". He is 27 years old, and his number is slightly below 83. Oh, my God. What's the age? What's the age? 27. Exactly. 27 on the dot, yeah. Who's the Steelers backup tight end? What's the height? I mean, uh, slightly below 6'6", but we're looking at somebody in the AFC South. Okay. So, it needs to be the Colts. Evan Ingram? He did just get traded to the Jags. We could try him. It's Evan Ingram. It is not Evan Ingram. Um, it, you do have that is tight end in the AFC South. He is twenty. Evan Ingram was twenty-seven. He was sixty. He's slightly above six-three still. Um, but so it's the AFC South. So it's the tight ends, not the Jags. Who's on the Titans? Texans. Is it Darren Phillips? Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle retired, and he was like 30. Oh. Okay, so try Darren Phillips or something Phillips for the Texans. That's their tight end, and if it's not him, it's – F or E? F-E-L-L-S. And if it's not him, it's uh, Mo Alley Cox. Okay. Darren Phillips is on Tampa Bay. This year? Oh. Yes. I didn't know he switched. He was six seven though. I will give okay. you credit for that. Then it's Mo Alley Cox for the Colts. Mo Alley Cox. No, it is not, and we're running out of guesses. How many guesses do we have? Um, so it is not Jacksonville. It's not Indianapolis. Um, who is the Titans? The Titans. The the Titans tight end. It's somebody big. It Johnu Smith. He's on the Patriots. He's on the Patriots now. Delaney Walker. <laughs> I'm kidding. Who? I don't know. Austin Hooper. No, he's on the Browns. It says Tennessee Titans depth. No, chart. no, it, he got he traded. Is, he is on the. He, he got traded. When did he get traded? That was. Well, I think he got cut. Maybe. No way. So they. It was Austin Hooper. They paid in Joku, and now he's on the Titans. That's actually good for the Titans, though. Yeah. I would have never guessed that. I didn't know he left the Browns. I yeah. thought they still had Joku and Hooper. 
All right. That's wild. Couple things about NBA. Um, Summer League, Chet Holmgren had set a Summer League record for blocks with six. Um, he is. You call him soft? I, sucks. I think right. that he is the next wave of talent U- in ugly, the NBA. Skinny white men who get bodied in the paint by grown men. Yeah. He's not. Bro, he's getting. Andre, Drum- Andre Drummond's going to body him whenever he plays him. Andre you know. Drummond isn't even in the league anymore. Yeah, he is. What what team? Bulls. He um, literally just I, I the literally Bulls. have no idea. So he's on the Bulls. But uh Paulo Vancaro, he is um uh, he, he was one of like two players since like twenty ten who averaged twenty points a game in the summer league, but they shut him down. Um I think they saw the Magic saw what they needed to out of him. Um and so they shut him down. Like, we're good. We know what we got. Yeah. I so mean, other than that, like, there isn't a whole lot. I mean, always KD drama. Um, KD, Kyrie, well. Ky- Kyrie, all that kind of stuff. Um, I did hear it happened today that Donovan Mitchell with the, the Jazz, Available. they're they're not dismissing trade talks anymore. Um, Everybody's going to get all these picks oh, now. I, um, I saw this uh, one, one second. Wade thing? I saw a hypothetical scenario where <laughs> – KD, there's a lot of moving pieces here. KD goes to the Suns. The Pacers get um, DeAndre Aiden. Okay. What? They have Miles Turner. The Jazz. Get Miles Turner. No. The Jazz get Ben Simmons, two other players, five first-round picks, and four pick swaps. And then the Nets get Donovan Mitchell and, like, two other people. I can't remember who it was. Um, and, like, two first-round picks. It's gross. It's a lot of moving parts. It is a lot of moving parts. But I think that – I don't know. I think De- DeAndre Aiden and Miles Turner on the same team would be nice. I mean, it's just the Timberwolves. Yeah, <laughs> fair. Uh, well, DeAndre's better on offense, but the pa- why would the Pacers do that? Because they have nobody else. They just traded Brogdon. I couldn't name a player on the Pacers anymore. Yeah, fair. Lance Stevenson. He, I think he still is on that team. Who was that dude who just refed a game for like half a Richard Jefferson? Richard, bring Richard him back. Jefferson. Put him on a team. Uh, Richard Jefferson apparently like missed like twelve calls. He's he's the youngest forty six year old I've ever seen. He yeah. looks like because he's, he's bald. Yeah, he's handsome. Um, and black don't crack. But I was going to say, Dwayne Wade was in a gym shooting around or something, and someone asked him if they if he was trying to get Donovan Mitchell to Miami, and he said, hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's literally what he said. So I guess D. Wade wants his uh, clone in Miami. It's going to be interesting. <clears throat> I don't think Donovan will move until, like, middle of the season. Yeah. They gotta let the they gotta let the market settle. Joe Ingles signed with the Bucks. Rudy Rudy Gobert blew the market up. Yeah, it's like you getting all that money back for your car. Wild. Yeah. Everybody wants to get oh. money back for their car now. Joe Ingles signed with the Bucks. I saw this on Twitter because some guy said, "Interesting, you're never gonna get any minutes." And he's like, "More minutes than you'll ever get." Ooh, Ooh. that's true. That's true. You guys got him there. All right, last thing. Twenty questions. Oh. Here we go. Bill Cosby. No. Is he an athlete? Yes. 
Is he active? Yeah. Uh, no. I'm sorry. Four major American sports? Yes. That was four. Okay. Because I did counter Bill Cosby just for the hell of it. It's disrespectful. Baseball? Yes. Oh, good. Retired baseball player. NL. Uh, not mostly known for NL. Hall, not known. Hall known. of Fame? No. He's not in the Hall of Fame. 21st century. Uh, no. There was one year where they were in the 21st century, but other than that, no. So it's in the AL. He's mainly known for the AL, and he played in like the 90s. I'm I'm done. I, at this point, all the knowledge oh, of my baseball is gone. Uh, AL East? Uh, they, no. AL Central? No. AL West. What teams so, are those? Angels. Mariners. Astros. What's the other two? Athletics are in there. Athletics. What's the other one, Jacob? So We said the what division? AL what? Rangers. The Rangers are in that. The AL West. Yeah, the Angel the Rangers are in that. Astros, Mariners, Rangers, Angels, Athletics. It's that was just, your tenth uh question. How is that a question? I wasn't asking you. No. You no, you said oh, I guess I guess I give you nine because you didn't ask if it was the AL West because yeah. you kinda used deductive yeah, yeah, reasoning. Okay. I'm sorry, yeah. that was nine. So player played in the nineties. He's not in the Hall of Fame. Or she. In case. No, that's she's, um, not in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Still had standards how, Could this play how many years before the player is allowed to go in the Hall of Fame? Seven. A lot. So like they should be in the Hall of Fame if they were really good. Yeah, well, this means he only played till like 2000 or 2001, since he said he only played one yeah, season. Yeah, which means he said till she said so, 19 years. So unless he was like really famous. This could be Randy Johnson. He Randy Johnson's the, he in the hall. The he play, oh. I'm pretty sure Randy. Well, he's making a face. I don't know if Randy Johnson's in the Hall of Fame. He's got to be. He has to be. He won two World Series, right? Yes. At His picture is He's in the hall Randy of fame. Johnson hits bird. Did he hit a bird with the pitch? <laughs> no. All right, it's not. Ra- Why would you ask that? We knew he wasn't in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Listen, there's there's been other pitchers that have hit. Uh, Is he a pitcher? No. Frick. That was eleven. Right, listen, you asked Bill Cosby. A.L. West. Is it Tim Salmon? No. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Did they play for the Astros? No. Did they play for the Mariners? No. Rangers. No. Athletics? Yes. Okay. Oh, it's Ricky Henderson. Ricky no. Henderson's in the Hall of Fame. That was 17. I'm supposed to hit my leg. You know what? Jose Casenko is it not in the Hall of Fame. Mark McGuire. No, Mark McGuire's they're, not, they're in the not in the Hall of Fame. Were just, they known as the Bash Bros? Yes. Okay, just guess it. Guess it. It's one of the two. Does Jose he follow Kisenka. me on Twitter? Yes. It's Jose! <laughs> it is Jose Canseco. Let's go. <laughs> I want y'all to know, get, y'all getting it right last week, who was it last week I that y'all like you. got? No, it was Ron Artest last week. Oh, that was me. And y- y'all got so hyped when y'all finally got it. Did he fight a fan? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, guys. That well, was we, good. That was wouldn't good. that suck for a 20 question if it was Randy Johnson? Did he hit a bird with <laughs> the pitch? Yeah. Yes. Dang it. How did you know? <laughs> Little known fact. 
uh, Greg Maddox hit a bird. <laughs> Did he? No. Oh. But, like, and there's another person who hit a bird. That's my two-way player, right or my duo. What was it? Maddox and the bird. That's my duo. I'm dead. All right, y'all. Well, we we greatly appreciate you listening. We will see you guys next week, um, and we will see. We will let you know what, what happened with the home run derby. <laughs> I have a good, think of anything. Yeah, have a good week. <laughs> <laughs>